Hello and welcome to the Reevolve Media Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Lewis, and I am thrilled to have you join us today for an episode that will ignite your passion and awaken your dreams. In this special episode, we have a remarkable guest who embodies the essence of following your heart and staying true to yourself while paying close attention to your surroundings on the journey. Our guest today is none other than Canadian underground verse-slanging, genre-infusing, and all-in-all beauty, Pat. Today we delve into a journey of a true artist exploring the power of following your dream and the magic that happens when you remain genuine in your pursuit. We will explore the challenges Pat's faces on his path to success, the sacrifices he made, and the lessons he learned along the way. His story is a testament to the transformative power of staying true to oneself, even when faced with doubt, adversity, and the temptation of playing it safe. Through his pursuit, Pats has created connections with creative professionals in a way that reminds us that authenticity attracts genuine results. So whether you're an aspiring artist, a dreamer, or simply someone seeking inspiration, this episode is for you. Pat's journey will ignite that fire within you, motivating you to seize every opportunity and redefine what's possible. Get ready to embark on a captivating conversation filled with insights, wisdom, and the relentless pursuit of dreams. Join me, Jordan Lewis, as we dive into the mind and soul of Pat's, the embodiment of authenticity and passion, here on the Reevolve Media Revolution Podcast. What is up, everybody? I'm here with Pats from Vancouver, BC. How's it been, Pats? It's it's been great, man. It's been awesome. Great to meet <laughs> you, Jordan. Happy to be here. Yeah, good, good, good to hear from you, man. And likewise, so rapper, audio engineer, artist, the man. Not originally yeah. from BC, though, right? No, not originally from BC. I actually I moved out to Vancouver a few years ago on search in a search for new horizons. I'm uh, I'm actually originally from Ontario. Oh, from um, Ontario. Interesting. Okay. Yes, I was born and raised in the small town of of Chatham. Uh, probably not a place you've heard of. Well, it's uh, in the name of one of your tracks, and I was wondering. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah. did hear it in a track. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. the title of one of your tracks, one of your first uh, music videos. Okay, good. Hey, look at you go. That's some good research there. <laughs> that video, that video is so old, man. It's so old. Um, I was trying to find the track for it, but I couldn't uh, otherwise. So I was like, okay, maybe it's uh, <laughs> a special or something. But that yeah, makes sense. There, okay. There, there is a bit of a background on that for sure. Uh, but yeah, so Chato's back. I think it was his little remix to uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Welcome back by Mace. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was dope. Yeah. Uh, I love how you came hot out the gates with like all the content and and r- really good quality as well. I mean, so just yeah, to give you just a quick uh, quick background. So Please you know, do. I started I started making music and like amateur music videos and stuff like that um, in high school. That would have been like ten plus years ago now. No way. So anything I that's lo- uh, reachable. Uh, <laughs> no, everything's <laughs> everything's private right now. It's in the archives. It's okay. for the the special core, the the core fans of Pat's. <laughs> Absolutely, I feel. But you know, with the the throwbacks and like all the content that you can get into nowadays, like you know, I definitely want to bring it back and do like a before and after. It's pretty crazy, pretty crazy to think about how how far along everything has come. But long right. story short, started making all this content back in the day and doing these amateur music videos that were hilarious. You know how your first music always is, right? You like you think it's you think it's sick, but then you kind of reflect <laughs> on it and you're like, this is you know, it's a little Yeah. You know, Man, little the amateur. ego is the ego's hot in high school. The ego is just it always oh. thinks it's the best, eh? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. But so yeah, I, I kind of lost it. I lost it. I lost it for like 10 years, probably. Um, what do you mean lost it? Yeah. I lost just like the, the touch with, with music and creating, like I just got super busy with life and you know, I had a relationship. I, you know, ended up in that time, obviously getting my first full-time job and uh-huh. I was writing music here and there, but I just, I lost the spark with it. Yeah. Um, and just got caught up in the day to day, man. It's, it's sad to reflect on, but like you got to move forward and. Dude, I feel that, but you know what, if you can considerably say that you've learned a lesson from it and the way that you're even speaking about it shows that you identify that it was something was missing. Oh, hundred percent. I definitely felt that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just like looking back at it, like, obviously I'm like, (laughs) where, where would I be? Where would I be if, you know, I never, you know, stopped producing the way that I was and, you know, that you could sit there and dwell on it forever, but it's like, that's why I came back strong and I I wanted to have music videos right away. I wanted to have high quality shit. I already Uh, had the experience of writing and uh, forming songs before. uh So I came into it with just like new, fresh experiences. Like I lived a lot of life. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one one really positive thing I would say about coming back into music versus staying in it is that I got to live through so many life experiences, which gave me more more material to write about. Yeah. More um, inspiration. Which, is, which has helped. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. So was it like muscle memory after that 10 years of uh, getting back into it, like riding a bike? Yeah. I, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, just when I hear a beat, I'm like, and if I like it, and you know i'm feeling it i can i can get going pretty quick <laughs> just in terms of writing and like ideas coming to mind for um, sure so what i did is i made like the first project coming back i literally just ripped popular beats off youtube um i found like <laughs> don't I, we all don't we all yeah dude like i found <laughs> i found like 10 beats i called the mixtape new horizons made a little mixtape cover started my own instagram again got all my homies and shit to follow my new account and um, I was like, yo, Pat's is back, did the Chatham's back video. Cause everybody like from my hometown remembered when I rapped back in high school, like some people thought it was a joke, but then some people thought I was actually really good and I was onto something. So it was just like this full circle moment. It was just before COVID a few years ago now when I got started again, officially. Yeah. But just I think like some early, people were, early 2020. Yeah, exactly. I think some people were pleasantly surprised. I think some people like kind of knew that it was coming because I just, I've always been a, a music lover, man. Like number one, that's the first thing. For sure. Like hip hop specifically? All genres, but like hip hop. Hi- All genres. Hence why it's included in your music, eh? Yes. Yes. Like hip hop, I would say has always been number one in my heart. Um, like from a young age, like I think I was like, oh man, when did the Slim Shady LP come out? That would have been 99. Um, and I would have been six years old at that time. So very soon after that, I, I recall vividly being in a, a record store and being like this little ass kid listening to Eminem with these headphones on, like listening to the new CD um, as a drop and just like falling in love with what I was hearing. Yeah. Um, I can't recall like specifically the song or like the, the crispness of the audio, but I just remember loving it. Um, and then that's kind of like when I just fell in love with hip-hop essentially from like that day <laughs> that's like that your day. origin story yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's dope man it's crazy and i was thinking this earlier how when we 
kind of like time travel in our minds back to earlier days and ages, it's really hard to remember yeah. the majority of it, but then there's certain things that you can just almost take yourself back to. And it's more the feeling so than anything that you can remember, just like how you said, you can't remember the Christmas of the audio or, or, or anything else, but. Yes, it's yeah. definitely the feeling. Yeah, 100%. Right? And yeah. it's embedded in your brain. Yep, forever. So what was the uh, the career alternative that you were chasing for that uh, tenure gap? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, honestly, I think I was it's pretty pretty lost, honestly. Like I was okay. in a, I was in a serious relationship and I was kind of just like floating through my day to day. I um, uh -huh. I had this like corporate job. I went to school for a year um, and back in Ontario for business. And, you know, I was always business minded. I kind of liked that idea of being in finance, whatever. It was, it was okay. So I got a job mm -hmm. at a bank. I got a job at TD Bank. Yeah. Actually. You did what you were, you were told to do as you were <laughs> raised, right? Yeah. Like I was like, oh, go to school, get a decent job. And then, so yeah. I got this, I got this job at TD and I just was climbing the corporate ladder for like six years uh -huh. um, until I got sick, sick of that <laughs> essentially. What made um, you sick of it? Just knowing that there was something, something greater out there for you? Oh man, there's like, it was, it's a, it's a, there's multiple components of it. Oh, um, I bet. I would say, so the big thing for me, and look, I had a lot of highs working in a corporation. I learned a lot, Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, like the experiences from that brought me to where I'm at today. So I, I don't regret any of the time for spent sure. there at all. Yeah. Um, but you know, when we got sent home for COVID, you know, when all that shit started, um, everybody who's working in offices got sent home to work right yeah so the role in the position that i had at the time when i got sent home it just became very repetitive i just wasn't being given opportunities in the workforce like i was in the past when i was in the office okay um, and it was odd i just i found myself like really dreading the day-to-day -day. and then i started making music i ordered all my studio equipment i got everything shipped to my house and then i was like really just so like disconnected from uh, work at that point, like the every day to day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like every opportunity I could like on breaks, whatever it was, I was downstairs in the basement making music, man. So, so was there like a tipping point or was it, did it just feel like a, a idea and then a natural progression towards that? Like to getting back into music. Yeah. To like even making that purchase <laughs> of equipment in your own place. Oh man. That's, that's such a great question. Um, you know, I think the, the person I was in a relationship with at the time was pretty influential to making that, that final decision. Oh, no like, way. I would, so I would always like show people, like people would listen to my old music that I made back in high school and they'd uh -huh. be like, like, yo, Pat, yo, Clint, Clint's my real name. Clint, like, Clint, yeah. yo, like, why aren't you still making music, man? So like, that's always in the back of my head, right? Like, why aren't you going towards this thing that like drives this insane amount of passion out of you right yeah so the tipping point was like this chick i was dating at the time um was just like why don't you just order some studio equipment start writing music <laughs> again you know just do it essentially yeah, explicitly and, yeah and i'm like and then i was sent home from covid and shit and i was like this is perfect like i just i need to get back to work the I timing lined this. up yeah yeah the timing it was the stars aligned man so that was the tipping point just all the outside influential things that were happening at the time. I know at the beginning of COVID, especially, there was a lot of confusion for a lot of people, but it sounds like it kind of set you up to hit the ground running more or less. Were there any kind of like darker times in that earlier spot where you were just kind of still working around with it? Or was it 
more or less how I referred to it earlier, like riding a bike and just, you just got back into it and you were uh, like all gung, gung ho. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say darker times. I I would say it was brighter than ever, man. Like really, co- that's, COVID, that's good, man. I, I've said this before, um, in other spots, like COVID, although it brought a lot of darkness in other places around the world and obviously yeah. it was a horrible thing to have to endure for so long. For sure. Um, for me, it was like an awakening. Taking a quick break, we are going to listen to a track by Pats. This one is titled Lost. Enjoy. This that smooth flow like I'm chilling on top of the mountain To say I would amount to nothing is completely false I got a line that you do not want to cross Get tossed like a fresh garden I might look cool but I'm guarded Since months ago I got started It's like my brain departed Kind hearted and loyal but I got demons in my soil I gotta take care of that shit like we protecting the oil I gotta get back on my feet cause the peak is in striking distance With a little persistence I'll have them smitten Like no doubt have you read my writings? Everybody trying to be a hero till the cape fall off. Pad's music never falling off like the exhaust of a derby car. This I rap caviar, about to take it far, bar for bar. You don't want to spar. I'm on par with the great ones. You get a chance, better take one. What do you do when you start feeling lost? How can I hide the pain of this damn life? Gotta get my mind right, gotta get it right. I've been writing all night just to sleep tight, just to sleep tight. I've been writing all night just to sleep tight The boy hype, gotta keep going Gotta show and tell, gotta keep flowing What do you do when your friends become your enemies? I'm searching for different remedies to get me through extremities I got chemistry with mad women They go crazy for the boy, now my dude's swimming In that perfect oyster, gonna wrap it like a tortilla You never know Cause when I'm doing shows, you know they taking off the clothes I ain't even close to my pinnacle, putting on clinicals They say, Clinton, you cynical? Cause I'm taking care of myself, self-care got me feeling myself Started smoking weed again Dancing in the rain cause I'm living in Vancouver Patrol the mountains like a cougar Looking for an opportunity to join a new community Honey, I'm home and I'm in the fucking zone Start feeling lost. How can I hide the pain of this damn life? Gotta get my mind right, gotta get it right. I've been writing all night just to sleep tight, just to sleep tight. I've been writing all night just to sleep tight. The boy hype, gotta keep going. Gotta show and tell, gotta keep flowing. What do you do when you start feeling lost? How can I hide the pain of this damn life? Gotta get my mind right, gotta get it right. I've been writing all night just to sleep tight, just to sleep tight. I've been writing all night just to sleep tight. The boy hype, gotta keep going. Gotta show and tell, gotta keep flowing. For me, it was like an awakening. Like it allowed me to get, it allowed me to get back into music and just like work from home and have like more flexibility um with being able to make music as well and put yeah. me in that in that spot um and without covid and like all that shit that happened i would have never moved out west um to vancouver to be part of this like amazing music community that's here like in the independent artists and the producers and everyone in this space is like just it's been such a blast like such a crazy ride this last few years so oh. Dude, I mean, absolutely. And you've yeah. been making connections like mad. Yeah, I mean, definitely trying to get out there, man. I mean, I'm just like such an open book when it comes to creating and um, collaborations. Like I have 
zero discrimination towards like a certain type of artistry. Like I'm, I'm always trying to collaborate just with like-minded individuals who, who love making music and like, don't really have those, like, you know, that kind of clicky type attitude, you know, cause I For think, sure. I definitely think there's a little bit of that, that goes around or this, like some gatekeeping, some gatekeeping, like in a way it's like, oh, I've done this, I've done that. So like, you know, maybe I'm not as open to, to working with you. I'm not going to drop any yeah. names or anything, but. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. It's like, uh, maybe if you shine my shoes up real good first or, you know what I mean? Like I, I, you, you got to yeah. prove to me that you're worth my, my reciprocation. Yeah. So, so I try to just mostly stay in my lane with people who, you know, I, I vibe with and. Yeah. You know, it's been working out pretty well so far. Community overall, was it really easy to get into the community? Because I know like, especially, yeah. It, well, starting out with COVID, it must've been hard because I don't know what it was like in Vancouver necessarily, but here in Calgary, it was like mostly just, just stay at home, lock your doors even. Oh man. Um, yeah. I mean, so look here, I'll give you a quick little story about how this, like how I got connected with East Boulevard Studios, which was the first, excuse me, the first studio that I actually ever worked out of like professional studio yeah. in Vancouver. Are you familiar and were with they them? the ones? I no, I'm not familiar, but were they the ones that helped you release that old Chevrolet? Uh, no, uh, no, that one was actually I think first. self. That was, that was on my first album, Kingston Hill. And that yeah. album, I mix and mastered myself. Oh, it was, dope, it's yeah. not, not, it's not that great, honestly, <laughs> but the beats, <laughs> I liked it. yeah, the beats, well, that song specifically is like one of my favorites but in terms of like the mix and the master like it was it was whatever man like i was following templates and using reaper and like ah, I, just, I hear you you know it wasn't it wasn't all that but um in terms of integrating into the community so when i first got out here which was the fall of 2020 i knew i, I like one of the main reasons why i came here was because i knew the music scene was really strong here so it was yeah. either vancouver toronto calgary uh, or Montreal, and I just why I not Toronto on, since it's in your your home province? Because I wanted to, because like me as a person outside of music, I love the outdoors and like ah, being, okay. being near the mountains and um, snowboarding and all that type of shit. So I'm not going to get that. Yeah. I'm not going to get that in Toronto. Like so, For my real? like my motto is embrace the journey. Like that's my artist motto. So it just the whole area of BC just like kind of really speaks to me and my brand that way too. Like it's really changed my life out here. Um, for sure. But yeah, so it was honestly what it was. I went for a haircut at this this new barber shop um, in Vancouver. And I met this dude named Dez. He was my barber. And dude. Dez, Dez <laughs> knew. It's always, it starts with a barber. Why does it always start with a barber? Bro, I, I almost I had a similar story. Yeah, absolutely. And it was with a barber who raps too. But anyways, go on. Yeah, so I met Dez and I'm like, Dez, like, look, I'm a hip hop artist. I'm trying to like, you know, I'm trying to make some music out here and collaborate with people and find a studio. And so he linked me with this other dude, the song, singer songwriter named Wafy. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's pretty popping in the indie, indie music scene in Vancouver. So I reached out to him on Instagram and I'm like, hey, Wafy, like I'm a hip hop artist. I'm trying to find a studio. He linked me with East Boulevard Studios and we got, I got to work with Jub from East Boulevard, like within that first month. Oh, Went sick. in there. And I was going in every month for, for recordings and sessions, like within a month of being in Vancouver. So that's how quick it happened. Like it was a very fast integration. I did not waste any time. Yeah, man, that's dope. 
Was it easy for you to give up the audio engineering element? So I don't, I, I haven't totally given it up. It was actually like one thing I love about working at a studio is like with a sound engineer is just the perspective that they yes, can give you. Absolutely. Um, with your sound and how to approach like your, you know, your vocals and like how to yeah. pronunciate things differently so that it's not, you're not like, you know, just with your tone, like they, they really helped me with my delivery a lot, sure. I would say. That's dope, man. That's vocals, good to hear. Yeah. And that's one of the troubles yeah. with uh, engineering your own shit is that you, you get stuck in the mode of, cause you're only working with one person yourself, right? Whereas these sound engineers yes. have worked with hundreds, if not hundreds upon hundreds, right? Yeah. So you have to kind of just push your ego aside and yes. just be open to feedback as well. Right. I think, I think that's, that, that can be a problem with, with some new artists up and coming where they just, you know, any sort of constructive criticism that goes towards them, you know, they take offense to it or yeah. you know, they're not, they're not open to, to change when sometimes it's, it's needed. Right. Right. They almost repel it. Mm -hmm. It's like, nah, I can't be the problem. You're the problem. And that's why everything sounds the same nowadays, bro. <laughs> Isn't it though? And then people like, wonder why they're, uh, why they're being put in a, in a box with literally yes. everybody else. Yeah. Like you're using a Drake, uh, vocal template, like yeah. to, you know, edit your shit. And it's like, well, of course you're going to sound like the next guy, right? Yeah. So, or so I try, I try hard. I try hard not to do those things. That's <laughs> good. My music. Yeah. 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 I respect that. I respect that. One big vibe I get from your music for sure. It's like a, a respect for the lone wolves and the underdogs. And I can kind of get a vision of why that might be considering you moving across the country to, to do this. And it's like a, a big feat, right? And even a lyric yeah. from uh, that old Chevrolet, which makes me believe uh, what I just said, it, it refers to trying to be heard, but feeling like you're talking to a wall. Yeah. And, and that feeling, that that uh, statement, that sentiment, it hits hard because I feel like everyone can relate to it. But is there kind of like a, a personal experience or it directly or indirectly that that statement comes from? Yeah. You know, what's funny. I mean, that that song, a big part of it, I was actually... Uh, in like a fight kind of with my my girlfriend at the time Ooh, okay i feel you yeah okay. that's yeah, why yeah. i relate so hard yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah don't we all right like it Yo. happens it happens yeah. totally so that line i mean although it could have multiple meanings like the Absolutely. original piece of that stemmed from from that like just yeah you know those day-to-day -day arguments where you just feel like you're never being heard you know but you, you let everybody else around you speak, but for some reason you just can't get a word across. Yes, you got it, man. Yeah, something Absolutely. like that. <laughs> yeah, but then again, like uh, for the lone wolves and for the underdogs, man, it seems like uh, you just have this, it, it just seems like you love what you do and you want to spread that that joy and that that seems like yeah. to be part of your vision. And, yeah, have um, you heard Doubt Me? Did you, have I, I, did you listen I, to Doubt Me? I've listened to all your music. <laughs> so I can, I can, there's some of them I can pinpoint for sure, but I think you've got about 40 tracks. There's, there's a lot out there, man. I have a lot yeah. of music videos, some that I just did myself and the, the most, uh, the two most recent ones for Paranoid and Lost. Um, I had the, the boys at Honey Mustard. Honey Mustard. Yeah. Yeah. They're from, uh, Langley, NBC. Just like such good guys. So talented. How'd you um, even get that introduction, if you don't mind me asking? Because that music video is crisp, for sure. Yeah, man. Oh, is that crazy? Like, uh, I think it's dope. I yeah, just, the, the transitions are just, they're, they're modern as fuck. I, can, I respect them so much because it's like, it's on, it's on tier, it's on par. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, yeah, to me, it's worth it, man. Like, I, absolutely. So I, I met them, I think I 
liked their Facebook page. Like I was, it was very early on. It was probably like within six months of being in Vancouver, but I just never reached right. out. I didn't reach out for a while, but I found them on Facebook because I was looking for videographers within the area. And then I set up a consultation with Zach, who was one of the guys who works there. Mm-hmm. And just like, just such a genuine dude. And I saw some of their previous work. I'm like, these guys are up and coming. Like these guys are hungry. Hey, um, yo. And I don't want to work with people who like just feel entitled. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that. <laughs> and like, you know, I, I inquired with a few other videographers and I just, I saw some of the work and it just kind of all looked the same. And then, you yeah. know, these guys, it just seemed like they're willing to, to try new things. Yeah. They're, they're more, more artistic than technical. Yes. Yes. More artistic. And like, it's just, it's so cool. Like they put together the storyboards and they work with me very closely on these videos and a lot of the ideas you know it's a it's a collaboration it feels like a real collaboration absolutely instead of just one person saying do this you know word and that's why i'm happy you dropped the behind the scenes today because it really displays that because you're actually you're getting creative direction while in the midst of being recorded it seems like a team effort you can hear that in the background, right? Yeah. It's just so free flowing. It feels so, it feels so natural. Like we're, you know, we're downtown Vancouver. We're at the, the subway station. I'm not calling it the right thing, (laughs) but (laughs) it's like, it's just insanely busy and we're just so dialed in. We, we, we don't let any distractions bug us. Like we did a time-lapse scene on Granville street. Yeah. I saw that. People were just like walking by, like getting in the way of the film. Yeah. There's uh this dude in a wheelchair who was just like doing wheelies in front of the in front of me at one point. <laughs> it was it was just it was bizarre, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun working with those guys though. Absolutely, man. And it's uh having a team like that, especially if you're gonna consistently work with them, it's it's priceless, right? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you get to know each other, you get to know each other how 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 you operate and it just becomes becomes comfortable you know yeah it makes you feel like you're meant to be there yeah so uh i've noticed otherwise like uh creating with many different music styles is something that you are not unfamiliar with what is your uh thoughts and ideas behind that because I, I know it's all kind of centered in hip-hop but you've diversified yeah. quite a bit i i've seen some house i've seen some country um <laughs> like a little a little bit of everything you know what yeah, what, uh, what inspires you to take that route in your in terms just, of creation yeah that's uh, I, i'm glad that you've asked because yeah looking back at my at my my catalog like i've got this song called pink wit where yeah. it's like country with eight country. yeah and that was just like a for fun track i had a roommate at the time who was a, a country singer so yeah. i got him on the hook and i dude i grew up on country music like my grandpa Yo. introduced me to alan jackson shania twain like all these like george Strait, all the old heads dude i just i just love it man i'm from a small town i'm from like a corn sock type of town uh-huh. man like uh, okay. so i've got that i've got those roots in me and like you can kind of hear some of it when you listen to my songs like ocd like, you can hear it in the hooks like when i get that rasp going on yeah um and tragically hip are like one of my favorite bands of all time like canadian legends you know what i'm saying like Uh uh-huh and so yeah i just let those kind of spill over um and i'm i really want to start collaborating with more people in like the rock space the country space (laughs) i love that man pop space yeah yeah just whatever whatever makes us a sound like a song sound complete and what it's meant to be like i'm not closed off 
Right. Well, and again, man, it just seems like you truly enjoy what you're doing and you're doing it for the love of it. Because not only are you diversified in styles, but you're diversified in in who you work with and collaborate with so much. I think uh, I mentioned that you've got about 40 tracks and I think about half of them are done with uh, various features. You've got The Kid on a whole bunch of tracks. I know you did a collab album. You've got Stephanie, Teresa O'Brien. You got Raptor on there. How'd you, how'd you meet Raptor? Oh, yeah. That's funny that you bring that up. I actually <laughs> well, I, I see I him, saw that. <laughs> so I saw him in, a, in one of your videos uh, in the crowd shot at your jam in the Jubilee performance. I'm like, oh, is that Raptor? And then it, later in the video, he jumps up on stage and I'm like, no shit. Yeah, dude. So Raptor, like, I'll give you the quick background about how I met him. For um, sure. It was within the first year of living here, probably the first six months. I found this, like, I found this group online through Instagram. It was called, I think it was Vibe Check Radio at the time. Were you searching for it? Uh, I honestly forget, man. I forget. Okay, fair. But but what was happening was there was this songwriting competition. Okay. Okay. So we got, like, we all got on Zoom and it was just like like 20 artists and we just got paired up with each other. And so, lo and behold... Raptor and I get paired up, like the two boom bap hip hop artists get, <laughs> yeah. get paired up. We get paired up with a producer because we were supposed to have somebody make a beat for us, but uh, the producer backed out or whatever, and neither of us make beats. So um, we're like, okay, let's go to beat stars. We found this like really grimy hip hop beat. So we made this song together called What's, What's the, Word? the Word? Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> we perform it together a lot. Like it's, it's a lot of fun, great, like crowd engagement and it's just a good track, but um so we met through that songwriting competition and we've just oh also we got second place in that songwriting comp as well which oh, is damn, pretty cool dope yeah absolutely yeah like the listeners like the artists all voted on it it's pretty cool yeah do you feel um, first place deserved it <laughs> sorry i, I, gotta I don't ask. even i don't even remember <laughs> i don't even remember who won i was just like Yo, pumped to be there i absolutely, made that okay i helped i helped make that song and i mixed it and everything while i had covid for the first time oh like snap it, I was sick as hell, dude. Like I was, I was dying trying to get through that recording because we got a deadline to submit it, the track. Could you mentally trace it back to the moment you caught it? Oh, I mean, yes. Like I had no sense of, (laughs) I had no sense of taste or smell. Yeah. Like it was, it was bad the first time for sure. Yeah. I bet the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it a couple of times. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Raptor and I have stayed connected ever since that moment. Um, and we just, man, we just get along really well. We have like very, um, we have some, we relate on a lot of topics in life, like even just like outside of music and that. And I just respect him as a person. So we help each other on stage. Um, you know, we perform together once in a while. Uh, we definitely got to make some more music together because people love that. What's the word track? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent agree. What yeah. else is coming up uh, in the near future for yourself? Oh man, um, dude, I, you know what? I, I struggle sometimes to strike a balance between work and my creative life. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, you're I, still uh, working full time otherwise, eh? Oh yeah, dude. So I, I put in like. In finance? Right now, no. So I, I actually, so I quit the bank and I work yeah. for a, a tech startup okay. um, out of the, out of the U S I'm a, I'm a director for a tech startup. So I put Dope, in like man. 60 plus hours doing that. Ooh, and then I also. Yeah you know, make music and it's my escape. It's my oasis. Um, for sure. And that balance in my life. But what I've got right now, I just dropped an album called moments in time. So that's, yes. that, that was released on March 1st. I've got a couple new music videos out. Uh-huh. I've got another one coming. We're going to do one more big one for this album. Um, outside of that, 
you know, I'm sitting on a, a couple projects. I'm executive producing a collab album with a bunch of independent artists. Like I'm just, I'm just like, I just want to put like other people on. Um, yeah. I'm going to be featured on some of the songs, but like I handpicked artists to be on these beats. And like, I just want to make something cool like that to help everybody uh, involved. So yeah, sitting on a couple of things. I'm working out of Polaris Studios right now with Stark. His first name is Evan, but he goes by Stark and he's the shit. He's like, he's my go-to guy right now. Yeah. Uh, studio life and love the kid. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing right now, man. <laughs> that's that's dope man and honestly it just sounds like your life and your days and your weeks are just packed to packed to the brim they are super packed because you even said you've got uh what are you going to after we get off this meeting you've got some basketball was it basketball yes i i play basketball on weekdays on wednesdays gotta but, let off some steam yes but this is the last game tonight and then i'm taking a break because i need my I need one of my weekday nights back. <laughs> yeah, you need your precious time. Absolutely. Yeah, and the weather's getting nice. Like, I want to yeah, go outside. Spring's and... hitting. Yeah. For sure, man. Well, out of all the different facets kind of of your career, because I know that this industry pulls us in so many differ different directions, and I know that you're happy yeah. to be pulled in all those directions. What do you like mm -hmm. doing the most? It's going to be a super kind of straightforward question. What do you like doing the most, and what do you find kind of the most challenging or that you could more or less do without? but you still have to to what I, what I like doing the most, like, uh, I'll be honest. I went to the studio the other day with Stark and, you know, we had a couple of people in the session with us as well. I'm collaborating with, uh, Maya Jade, Maya Jade music yeah. on a track. And we had her in the studio and like, we had a four hour session and I can honestly tell you the entire world was shut out at that time. Like the only thing <laughs> I was focused on was being there and present. So yes, 100%, you entered the flow state dude it's just like that moment where nothing else matters and you're just creating and yes. you're, you're collaborating like that's what i love the most is just uh -huh. being in that moment yes um, and it's this is one of the few uh careers that in it well not sorry i guess you can get there in any career but when you find yourself in that moment you know that you're where you need to be dude yeah i i really there's not many better feelings in life for me absolutely <laughs> it's, i agree it's, it's the best yeah um in terms of what's challenging, like straight up, it's just, it, and this might sound kind of cliche, but <laughs> it's just the world of um, social media and keeping up with oh, man. kind of like what you got to do to get organic reach on your shit. Absolutely. Um, I feel that. And dude, I like, look, if you look back at my TikTok and my Instagram, I, I try to make high quality shit all the time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, it's whenever you're kind of enslaved to the algorithm a lot. And I know that sounds like an excuse, but look, it's I've been the truth, bro. I've been hella consistent and the growth and stuff just isn't kind of where you want it to be. And like, you know, it's hard to find the time to do shit that that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I agree. It's as though kind of the, the, the effort doesn't meet the value or the return. Yeah. That's why I'm focused on this year. Like my biggest goal this year is just to connect more with locals yes. and perform more and do Absolutely. things that are more tangible. Yes. Like more tangible things than what a social media post can do for you. That's, that's where I'm at. Man. Yeah, because yeah. I guess it's always a roll of the dice or just uh, playing the odds when you throw out a social media post or, or hope that something, because like, to be honest, like something could go viral and you'll, you will not expect it at all. Yes, exactly. It can be yeah. so, 
It could be so random, right? Like my yeah. best, my best posts are not ones that I expect to do well. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Never. never. Yeah. Anyways, bro, we're stepping in overtime here. Is there anything that you want to say to anyone who's listening? Embrace the journey, man. That's yes. all I want to say. Follow, follow the fear. Follow the fear. And Jordan, I appreciate your time, <laughs> dude. And let let's stay in touch, man. Pat's, yeah, absolutely, man. I would love to. I, honestly, it's your energy is infectious, and the way that you're you're moving through your career and what you're doing in the industry, like I'm, I'm with it. I feel it. Absolutely appreciate you, dude. Thanks so Likewise, much for your brother. time. See Cheers, you. brother. Peace. And that concludes episode 65 of the Reevolve Media Revolution podcast featuring Pats. Thank you for listening. We hope to have sparked some inspiration within you to become the person that you innately desire to be. If you enjoyed this content and would like to hear more like it, reevolvemedia.com is the place for you. My name was Jordan Lewis and leaving you with another track from Pats. Here's Paranoid. Enjoy and take care. Everybody looking at me like the water boy Till they start to hear me rap, now they're paranoid I think they're paranoid, I think they're paranoid I think they're paranoid Everybody looking at me like the water boy Till they start to hear me rap, now they're paranoid I think they're paranoid, I think they're paranoid I think they're paranoid This that mob deep shit you don't wanna battle I bring the bass so you know the system rattle I'm back in the saddle My mind clouded with darkness Try to hold me down, you know I'm breaking the harness Snap that bitch in two They say in pads, I believe in you They say that three times like I'm Beetlejuice I don't know about this bullshit they feeding you Feeling sorry for your motherfuckers even you Get back cause I'm fucking done playing I've been laying the bar so check what I'm saying You want more? Become a patron you don't like it, turn the motherfucking station Everybody looking at me like the water boy Till they start to hear me rap, now they're paranoid I think they're paranoid, I think they're paranoid I think they're paranoid Everybody looking at me like the water boy Till they start to hear me rap, now they're paranoid I think they're paranoid, I think they're paranoid I think they're paranoid I rap like I'm laying on my deathbed These labels blind like they're staring at the sunset I'm obsessed in American Psycho They call me up cause the game need lipo Germ on the beat and it's getting me hype bro Can't slow me down like I'm running a cycle Walking on the track, got me feeling like Michael Gotta give back, paying homage to idols Check my vitals, my blood straight pumping Smooth flow, think I'm on my forest gumption Enough with the assumptions I wasn't raised with nothing All I need is a pen and a pad anyway Vodka, lemonade, a little private space I wanna get away to a faraway place Relocate with the baddie, nothing but upgrades It's a hell of a life, I really must say Everybody looking at me like the water boy Till they start to hear me rap, now they're paranoid I think they're paranoid, I think they're paranoid I think they're paranoid Everybody looking at me like the water boy Till they start to hear me rap, now they're paranoid I think they're paranoid, I think they're paranoid I think they're paranoid